0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. PNE Pods. Preston take the lead. P&E! Preston North End have won
1: the cup. Preston North
0: End Mailwire. The official Preston North End podcast. This is PNE Pod, the official podcast of the one and only Preston North End FC. My name's Niall.
1: And I'm Neil Mella. We'll be talking to some first team players, some famous PE fans, and also some former teammates of mine.
0: We'll be getting all of the stories from former town end favourites from dream debuts to derby day goals what's really happened over the years in the dressing room at deepdale and some thoughts on exactly what it means to wear that famous white shirt what a, save. a good save from andy Lonigan to get that up and over the crossbar great save andy Lonigan. absolutely brilliant peony pod the official preston north end podcast We've got a pretty good guest to kick things off, haven't we? Former teammate of mine, yeah, absolutely, a character, a top player, local lad as well, born in Preston, played for PNE, supported them growing up, remembers running up and down when it was Astro. So he's been around a while.
1: Yeah, yeah, he has been around uh, a while, and uh, you know he, he played for the club for over 200 games, so he, he certainly experienced a great deal. That. And the North End fans had a good relationship with this lad.
0: Well, let's hear from him now. The first guest on PNE Pod is Andy Lonigan. Played for Preston, supported Preston growing up and got to play with Neil Mellor as well. Every boy's dream, I reckon. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. When when Mel's come, we were buzzing. Absolute legend. Oh yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm uh, privileged to be to be here. Supported Preston. What sort of games did, did you go and watch back in the day? All of them. When when it was the Astro? Yeah. Yeah. All of them. I remember I might I, I, I don't think I'm making this up, but I'm sure we had a game cancelled and it got replayed on like a Friday afternoon. It was an afternoon, it was it was a midweeker. It was about two thousand people in the Astro, and I was about three or four. And I remember going to that game and just running up where the Invincible Stand is now. Stadium was nothing like it was now. Just running up and down the terrace, trying to see like anything I could. I couldn't see, honestly. I mean, you know what I mean? But I went to every, nearly every game with Dad. My granddad took me. I remember um, sitting on the, the wooden benches at the other side, the Tom Finney stand, when David Beckham scored a couple of goals for
0: us. You were there um, where Beck scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: not many can say that. No, no. Yeah. So I went to every every game possible, really.
0: Is that the one that sticks out then, Beckham?
2: It does, because I think my grandma passed away quite shortly after that. And obviously, with it being dead, Beckham, if it was someone else, you probably won't remember it. But that was, yeah, that really stands out. What about goalies? Did you watch any of the goalies? All of them. I think once I started taking an interest in being a goalkeeper, I used to get there early and stand behind the goal and watch the warm-up and stuff like that. And, you know, my... I won't say heroes growing up, but whoever played for the Preston, I thought was the best keeper ever. Oh, come on, name somebody. <laughs> Kellum Kel- Kel- Arundham was there, okay, who Yeah. became my coach when I was well when I went full time when I was 16. Um, Kel was there; he was assistant manager for David Moyes, but he sort of looked after me in the academy as well. Took a keen interest in me. Um, John Vaughan, Barry Richardson, Barry Richardson had a ponytail. I remember that, so I was thought he was class. <laughs> Tepi Moylan, big finish yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a ponytail as so I think it was a flippin' trend, wasn't it? Have you, had a, have you ever had a ponytail? <laughs> I'd love to have a ponytail <laughs> David You've still got time. Um, and then obviously working with like David Lucas and yeah, he was a top
1: keeper as well. Don't take this personally, but why did you end up as a goalkeeper and not a centre forward a proper position?
2: Yeah, I know, yeah. Um, <laughs> when you're a kid as a keeper, you're always involved. Do you know what I mean? Small games and that, you're always involved whereas as an outfield player I felt like if no one passed you the ball, you couldn't do much, could you? I love the gloves and the kits and that, simple things. Got to be brave and crazy, ain't not you? I used to dive around on concrete. So, yeah, probably. That's probably <laughs> why my joints are knackered now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How old were you at this point then? I think my mum
2: was saying that I used to, when going go on holiday, we'd let us dive around, like, joining all the games, like three or four, just messing around. But um, proper football, probably. Under nines, you're probably in a proper game. Do you know what I mean?
0: And then your first academy team was Blackburn, I think. No, was it
2: not? No one says this. No, See, never, is never that ever.
0: The truth being cleared up already. Yeah,
2: never. Don't, think... don't say Blackpool.
1: Who was it then? Blackburn. He said. Yeah, no, but I'm saying don't say Blackpool then. It was Preston. Oh, it was Preston. Yeah, it was Preston. Yeah.
2: I never. Um, it was weird because I don't. I don't think it's like today, where like everybody, if you're any good place for an academy, it was quite a select, select group. And I just, I don't even know how I got in it. I was just in it. I just trained there <laughs> and stayed in it. Really.
0: Preston felt that they beat Man United and Everton to get you in the academy. Did you hear about um, that?
2: Yeah, probably like 14, 15. I was having, I remember like, obviously no mobile phones was there. A house phone was ringing and I was like, who's that? Oh, Man United, Man, Man City, probably Liverpool, everyone. But that that wasn't because I was so good. That was probably because I was just one of a very few goalkeepers around this area, I guess. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know. I never had any interest in doing any of them. I think when you get a bit older and I got in England set up, and I'd see all the lads coming from like Liverpool and that with the, the boots they get, and we won't get kit, won't get anything. Do you know what I mean? So it was like oh, I want to, I want to be like them, have the sponsorships. But that soon passed. Do you know what I mean? That's like so that's nothing in the game, and is it free boots and all that? But when you're young, it's quite quite exciting. <laughs>
1: What about your first contract? I always remember my first contract signing full time. It was getting paid
2: to play football. Yes, I just couldn't well, believe it. I mean, you don't have to give us the numbers. No, it, it was, <laughs> no, it was it was mad because um, obviously the scholarship schemes like forty five pound a week. It was. I remember I was under fifteen. I, I was
1: sixty five pound a week. Yeah, and I got a free bus pass. <laughs> <Did you? laughs>
2: yeah, so I never actually I did that for about three months. But when I was like fourteen, Gary Peters, who was the ex-Preston manager, went into the academy role and sort of. Took us from just a run of the mill to quite a decent setup. Do you know what I mean? With his experience, and I remember playing a game, and I must have played well. And um, he just come up to us afterwards and went, "Right, went off you a contract." And I was fourteen. So, right, so so when you leave school, you'll sign for us. You'll get forty five pound a week till you're seventeen. And you get three hundred and fifty quid a week. What? It's so, <laughs> a school on Monday. Lad, wow. Thinking you meant it. Then. That was it. I was like, oh, my God, if I can get like, my thought was, if I can earn five hundred pounds a week for a career playing yeah. footy, I've cracked it. That was that was good, but that also I think made my school work sort of. Suffer badly because I knew I was getting three years of wages. Were you one of them that didn't get many GCSEs then? Depends what you mean. Got a GCSE. Well, did you get any of that? <laughs> of
1: course you I got. Goalkeeper.
2: I've got to ask I got asked the question. I got mate. I got loans. What's yeah. loads, too? All of them. <laughs> you got all of Except them. French. I got a U. Because I was <laughs> a good one. I still remember. Is that now. why you never spoke to my Because you could never <laughs> <Yeah>. understand <it. laughs> Um French, I failed. I was being a bit of an idiot in French. Because I remember in my... How would you get a a U? I mean, did you just put your just, name on the top? That was it? No, it was the, you know, you go in, you got to speak. Not the written work. I didn't okay. even bother with that. And I just, I remember, I think it was Je ne It means, I don't understand. I just said that straight away. She just said, get out. Je ne sais pas. Je <laughs> I knew more. But I was being an idiot. You know what I mean? what do I need French for? I can't so wait till you'll see this. I <laughs> know. Uh, big you see you all the time in the most random places. Yuli. All the time. Or yeah, well, like
0: supermarket and stuff. I, I recycled the tip,
2: supermarkets everywhere. Same <laughs> clothes he, on. He was, he
1: was a character. Uh, I mean, Yuli was a great player. Obviously, Yuli was centre-half in front of you. I remember like, he's probably one of the, the scruffiest players I've seen in the dressing room. He's like, where is Asics? In the gym, doing his session with his Preston gear on. And then he'd be outside Selfridges in Manchester with his missus yeah. with his Asics on again and I some remember, scruffy pair of jeans. I
2: remember, in. but like, he's a great fella what a player he was he had an injury what were you there the whole time with him Yeah, before well, his probably. injury like he was a Rolls Royce like yeah. I know people say it about said that he was brilliant his injury probably slowed him down a bit but he went to Greece do you remember he went to Greece for like seven or eight months it wasn't months. long was it it wasn't yeah. long mm. and then he come back but I don't know if he signed back for us but he just came back to train and no one had seen him for ages he's a great character in the year and he walked in the dressing room and Paul Parry <laughs> he was like <laughs> he was funny but yeah. he was dry What he yeah First thing he said was no clothes shops in Greece then. the same gear on a 21. He wasn't bothered though was he? He just uh, Whatever. Didn't care. whatever. Just chilled out
0: guy. To be fair you played with some good centre-backs formed some good partnerships. Yeah I think that's
2: down to the fact that we only had a small squad anyway didn't we? The best times I probably had there was with like Sean St. Ledger, Liam Chilvers, Callum Billy Jones and Eddie Nolan—that's five players for. Not even mentioning Uli. Four spots. Uli as well. Yeah, forgot about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to remember who played. But the likes of Claude Davis was classed. You know what I mean? Proper good players, old school centre halves. Even when I was coming through, Chris Lockett, Mike Jackson, solid proper defenders. What you call? It. I don't think they do too well in today's game because you know what I mean. Change. They just loved editing it and kicking people. <laughs> yeah. So, no playing out from the back back in the day for you. Get the ball out and boot it. I was speaking to someone about this the other day. I don't think I played out from the back. Obviously, if someone's on, you're going to give it them. But I said playing out from the back, so it's probably 35, which (laughs) is a mad thing to think of now, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like some of them passes, you won't even dream of them. Now it's just natural. Uh, from a centre-forward's point, I was thinking, it's just coming
1: long. I'm in for a fight with the centre-half. Yeah. Alonis could kick it long. So, so kick it near, near the,
2: the edge of the box. The my other thing team. was to kick to, say, Sedji was the right wing, He was good in the air one. he used to come yeah, off. Just, and it was like, aim for Sedge. Best case, Sedg wins the header. If he doesn't win it, they would it out for a throw-in, and we get a throw-in. Yeah, And if not, just miss everyone out and kick it out of play <laughs> and keep them in. Yeah. I, I want not have had a career now. So, so debut, I mean, interesting
1: because people always say, Oh, what's one of your big memories in your career? And debut is a big one. I mean, how old were you when you made it? 16.
2: 16. De- yeah. How on earth have you got your debut at 16? I don't know. It's random because looking back, I should have known I was playing, but I just I left school in the June or whenever and played in the August. And um it was the second round of the League Cup, whatever it was called. And um I think we got beat in the first leg, I think it was 4 1 at home. And then the second leg, I was on the bus going to Coventry with the Prem. Craig Bellamy played. Okay. uh, Quite a few good players. Hadji, do you remember him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Decent. Kirky. I think Kirky made his debut for Coventry that day as well. So, um, went down the day of the game on the bus and I'm making tea and coffee and everything, you know, toast (laughs) and that. It was me and the goalie coach who was about 40-odd, my age now, which sounds mad. Just me and him on the bus, because the other two must have had a niggle. Not once did I ever think, I'm playing here. So I'm buzzing, I'm on the bench got the ground, Highfield Road and yeah. I remember David Moyes, what, oh, the most thing I remember about it, Moyes he went, how's the pitch? And I said, class, <laughs> good you're playing. <laughs> all right, play then. So you didn't get a chance to tell your family or anything? He told them. Okay. Yeah, they told so, them. So they were there. dad come down and that, yeah. Um, and from what I remember, there were no disasters so it went all well, right, do you know what I mean? Well,
1: but, I've just looked at the
2: score, Coventry 4, Preston oh, 1, doesn't oh, sound oh, a great oh, oh. debut. <laughs> <laughs> no, but at the end of the day, it's Prem, like Coventry. Yeah then we're a good side. Do you know mm. what I mean? It's still a decent side, but we know now the difference in the Premier League and the Championship, when the Premier League's on it, I mean, the cup games, you know, it has been quite a few close ones recently, but when they're on it, the level's just... But seriously, could you have saved any of them We in the dressing think room so. thinking, course, oh, should have
1: done better with that? No, no, no. No. One was a
2: pen. Was it? Yeah. I should have saved that. Did
1: he give it away? No. No.
2: What I'm trying to think is, a lot of the, well, I say a lot of the goals, a few of the goals, I remember like, 1v1 situations where you come out and think I've got a chance to make a save and they just Premier League goes they just square it and someone taps it in yeah. do you know what I mean like whereas in the Championship and lower down you get a 1v1 and I always thought I'm going to save this because the striker would always go for goal but in the Prem just lay off and tap-ins aren't they yeah. can
0: you remember any of your teammates from that day that yeah you I remember
2: debut? when just as the referees tossed the coin and what have you Michael Jackson and Sean Gregan the centre-halves we didn't have a huddle they got shouting me out of my net and um they just said, We want you in this team. Brilliant. Do you know what yes. I mean? That was like, that, that was that was class. But my memory's not great, which is probably not ideal for coming on a podcast. Did, like. did, you, did, you, did you keep your shirt, get it signed
1: by the lads? Yeah, I did get it. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I don't know if I got it signed, I
1: kept it somewhere. Yeah, it's probably mum and dad's house. Mad though, isn't it though? Because that was like something you dreamed of doing, make your debut. Yeah. yeah. Um, Concede four goals. Yeah. And, uh. Did you just <laughs> go on your debut? You probably did, didn't you? I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But do you remember the date? Because people always say, oh, "I remember your <laughs> debut," and you go, "Yeah." And then you see on social media now on this day, like I would never know the date of my debut. Can you no, remember the date? Early in the season. But you wouldn't know the date. You wouldn't go, "Bang, that was the date." September. Yeah. What
0: was it? 27th of September 2000. So you're on 45 quid a week, and you're making your debut. Yeah. <laughs> you got young player of the season that year as well. Yeah, but there was no one else.
2: <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no <hell. laughs> I mean, probably I was embarrassed to get that, to be honest.
1: Goalies' union. What's what's the goalies' union? Is anyone not in the goalies' union that's a goalie you think not nah, got with him?
2: No, nah, the, the, all goalies, are, I, I get on with everyone, me, especially goalkeepers. It's just a good, good environment. Like, you know, we're always together. Do you know what I mean? On the pitch and off the pitch tend to like, there would be your mates around the place. But you're keeping him out of the team. So surely some of the goalies, number twos have been thinking,
1: I want to be number one here.
2: Yeah, of course they are. But say you're playing as a keeper and I'm number two, it's the manager's choice. Do you know what I mean? You've got to try your best. And I always, always support whoever's playing. Do you know what I mean? It's a lonely play sometimes. Was there any number twos that you thought it's no. caused a few problems here? No. no. Do you remember that Polish fellow we brought in? Yeah, vaguely. He was big lad, wasn't he? The monk. Zamatulski, yeah. He was sound like, but I think he was told, you know, there's a good chance of playing. I remember we were struggling at the time and I weren't playing too well and he come in on like the Friday, on the Saturday. Was had a it work, Irvine? Irvine. Yeah, had a worldie on the Saturday, like a proper one, like out of nowhere and kicked on from there and um, he was obviously fuming. I think he got an injury and they told him he was going to see a specialist and he just went to Poland and got it operated on and come back. He was a good guy but he was mad.
0: A lot of people sometimes wonder what it's like being part of a goalkeeper unit because as Mel says you all want to play but you're working together every day so you can't be snide with each other really. You kind of have to have a relationship.
2: I think that's where recruitment comes into it. There's a few examples out at Premier League clubs where I think it's not going to Arsenal for example. Even Crystal Palace they've got like two number one keepers that are great yeah you've got the best keepers but it's going to cause down the line one of them's going to be really unhappy do you know what I mean so I think your recruitment's vital in getting getting the union together
0: p e pod follow us on instagram at p e official p e pod subscribe to the podcast
1: now and never miss an episode Let's get some more Preston stories. Some of the the games you enjoyed playing in. I mean, we, we shared some good times together. Probably the best season we had was pro- when we finished in the playoffs. and uh, missed out against Sheffield United, but some some yeah. good gate games along the way, weren't they? Yeah, there was.
2: We had a, some big teams in that. Felt league. like a
1: good achievement to get in the playoffs. Yeah, didn't it? I think we overachieved, yeah. didn't we? I really think. No, we we, over- we achieved because we were a good team.
2: Yeah, yeah, we're a solid team. We're a solid team. I don't think we conceded too many, and we won a lot of games. Little pat on the back there. Didn't concede too many. I didn't score that many either.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. didn't concede in that six-nil game. Mel scored Six a couple. No, yeah, How
2: many did you score? Two, two assists. Probably, you probably claimed. Did you claim that on goal as well at Diving Head? <laughs> Do
1: you remember? I crossed it for the guy. Mark Kennedy put it in. Yeah. Irvine brought me off on a hat trick. What you doing?
2: Yeah, no, it was. You um, kept a clean
0: sheet, though, didn't you? Yeah, you saved. Did you save a pen as well? Was that that game?
2: Yeah. It's Ross McCormack, wasn't it?
0: Do you think that gets forgotten about because at the end no. of the season playoffs? I think on but, goal difference yeah, or by a goal, goal scored. Yeah,
2: but then, nah, there's nothing, is it? He score six goals, you know what I mean? It's hard to score six goals and save a bet. Yeah, but if
0: it's 6-1, Preston don't get in the playoffs.
2: Yeah, but then we might have won the next one. What was last game of season two? We might have won that free one. and you know what I mean? <laughs> QPR. Yeah, that was, a mad, that was a memory of mine, that yeah. QPR. I mean, you can't have had many pitch invasions in your time. I mean, that was amazing. That deep down, everyone on the pitch, yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah, that was that was good. But what I do remember is like, we are 2-1 up weren't we and I think you could sense that we needed to hold on if we were, were in because I think the game must have finished before us was it Chef Wednesday, Cardiff yeah 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 right Cooper had nothing to play for send the keeper up didn't they last minute for a corner <laughs> I'm shouting what's he doing yeah i it, to the lads are going what's he doing and they're just looking at me and I'm going come on man game back didn't they nearly score as well was it cleared off the line I cleared us... it off line but you had it I'd covered. have caught it you had it, it was nothing I'd have caught it <laughs> cards cleared off line and then pitch invasion was it and um just remember Jones's brother do you remember, Josh? Yeah, yeah. Billy Jones's brother, like, shepherding me off. And then it was carnage, wasn't it? I, Brilliant. I felt uncomfortable. Do you know what I mean? So many people. What, and scared I, or? Not scared, but just like, I feel like I couldn't breathe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, we're celebrating. But I was always, even then, I was thinking, we've done nothing. I'll tell,
1: tell you how I felt in that pitch invasion, because I didn't have a good game and I'd been brought off. And I was like... <laughs> I've not played well there, so, so I was upset with me. Yeah. About, almost like the fans were were made up, and it was great. Was like, I've not, I've not
2: done my part yeah. there. I've
1: let the team down today, even though we've won. Uh, yeah, I was thinking we haven't done anything.
2: Fair play, yeah. enjoy it. We haven't done nothing because I knew Sheffield United, and I think I think we must have known we were playing Sheffield United. Do you know what I mean? How it worked out. That's not going to be easy. That's like in five days' time, we've got to be. Got to be on But I do remember Jones, his brother, as we're going off saying, Lonnie, oh, did you like me hat? And I looked, you know, Prada hat. I'm like, yeah. yeah. That weird. <laughs> but that, that was
1: close to getting to the Premier League. Preston fans have been desperate to get to the Premier League. I mean, Blackpool have done it. Blackburn have done it. Burnley have done it. We've been one of the, the ones that haven't done it. We got close that year, but even when you're a little bit younger, a couple of playoffs, yeah, finals yeah. as well. Was it Bolton? Was it was it West, West Ham as well? Uh, Bolton
2: was the first one. But that's close, isn't it? I mean, it's close and we were a really good, Really good side. And uh, Bolton, you look on the day who they had. And I think the same with a West Ham one. When I think I played like 20, 23, 24 games that season, done my crew shit. Obviously missed the end of the season. But West Ham, like, there was just a thing. You looked at the players and it was Teddy Sheringham and them guys, Bobby Zamora. And you were like, you know, they knew what it took to get over the line. Was We perhaps didn't.
0: You mentioned about your crew shit there. You also broke your hand. Probably took you a few more seasons than you would have wanted to establish yourself in yeah. the team. That must have been quite frustrating for you.
2: Yeah, it was. I got quite a few injuries when I was younger, like with my knees and that grow, growing pains and just just couldn't catch a break. I didn't think I kept getting injured and I was like, "Yeah, I'm injured again. I remember Craig Brown giving me like, I had a few games here and there, but we always had good goalkeepers and I was, I was young, you know what I mean? So um, Craig Brown, I remember was like, right, played the back end of one season. He's going to be number one, sign the new deal. I was buzzing, I was playing like, that's the best I've probably ever played. And then done my cruise ship. I ended up missing nearly two years of football from something pretty simple, twisting my knee. thought, oh, i would be all right. Done my ACL, come back. Felt something off in my knee. I heard like a pop, but I'm like, it's not my knee this. I've not got injured. I've not done anything. Something just snapped. I went for a scan and the screw the surgeon put in snapped. So I had to have it redone. I was getting, t- I was injury prone and I'm like, at the time, wasn't much where to get your voice across and I couldn't really say anything because, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I could have been in a bit of trouble if I'd have said surgery was messed up. But looking back, and a few people were telling me at the time, I was quite a, an asset to Preston because they, they were turning down bids for me in that January, which was a lot of money um, and potentially was going to move in the summer. Who? Uh, much more what about, say, how much
1: were you worth back then?
2: I don't know. I don't know, mate. I just know that there were 500 like, grand, a million? I don't, know. Bit don't more.
0: know, Darren Ferguson <laughs> said he thought you were worth 20 mil. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, when I were younger, the bids, I don't know what the bids were. It was different, you know what I mean? It was just like... Who's telling you that the bids, are you just sort of hearing it or are your agents saying it? Or? It was mad because I didn't really have an agent. There was agents sniffing around. And then I remember reading the paper and it's like, where's this come from? Yeah, And then you speak to someone, it's like, yeah, they're interested. Uh, Billy Davis called me in once and said, look, we've had this team on we're not going to do it now. They're going to say you at the end of the season. Who? I'm not telling you. But it was like one of the biggest clubs in the country, do you know what I mean? and I was, poor, I, Reds. I, I was just like, flipping heck. Do you know what I mean? That's good. I never, looking back, surely I maybe pushed it. Yeah, probably. Because that opportunity never came again. You were a top, top
1: goalkeeper in the Championship. I always wondered, why did you never get the chance to play in the Premier League? I mean, was it because Preston didn't let you go? Was it because you didn't want to go? Was it because the bids weren't there? You were good enough to be playing in the Premier League. Yeah, I
2: felt at a a time, yeah, I was. And I was, you know, once I got to like 200-odd games for Preston, I was like, I remember having it with Darren Ferguson. They rejected a few bids from West Brom. They said, Preston said, if we get to this number, you can go. And I was like, right. We were in the playoffs that season. Next season, we're fighting relegation. And I said to Darren Ferguson, this is only going to end one way. You're not getting the backing. We're letting loads of good lads go. You remember the time? Yeah, I was well I was done. like, what What can we do here? What can we do? We're going to be fighting and I can play in the Premier. The chairman said, get to this number, we'll do it. Got to the number, said, no, I want another million. That happened on a few occasions. So the opportunity was there. I just couldn't get out. Do you know what I mean? When you've never had a transfer, you don't know how to deal with it, dear. Do, do you know what I mean? Once you get a few, you know the, how the land lies, how mm-hmm. you can force it. But... No, I always wanted to kick
1: on. But I suppose you were a top professional Preston lad and, mm. and very loyal to Preston. Yeah. Some players
2: would have kicked off and gone, I'm out the door. Yeah. Do you know what? I probably should have at that point. Probably should have because it didn't end well. And then, like I said to Darren Ferguson that summer, this is what's going to happen. Like, this money's here. We're going to struggle. I'm going to be worth not too much at the end of this season, mm. no matter how well I do, because we're going to finish near the bottom. And it happened. I was set it happened. I ended up basically going for free. It's and 40, and yeah. that was
1: the relegation season. Yeah. We, we came back pre-season once and Ferguson was in charge. Alan Irvine had, had left. And he created a new dressing room for us all. So so it used to be the, the youth team office where yeah. the, the youth team coaches would... would well, they pre- built a completely new one. You so he so cleared all the offices out for, of, the, of the youth. So, so Jamie Hoyland was in there and, and, and the other youth team coaches. And we've come back, pre- they, pre- they one a pre-season, 10 of us. And we're all in this separate dressing room away from the first team dressing room. Now you've got to remember that 10 of us, senior players in there, the likes of myself, there was Sleeves in there, there was Chappie in there, Neil. Neely Collins, there was there was some some big personalities in there. Yeah. So all the boys, Lonners, Brown, Brownie, would come in and sit in our small dressing room <laughs> because so we, we were such a close group and they were like, the way we were treated, it just didn't help yeah. what ended up happening that season, which was a relegation
2: season for yeah. Preston. Well, I remember saying, he was telling me he was going to, clear the the decks have been told do you know what I mean sometimes like you know you can all have your opinions on managers but they they have to do what they're told really for example yourself and and all them big Neil Collins like massive characters like massive you might not have played as much as you know he'd have liked but sometimes that's more important than your actual ability especially in a squad like that do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean you can sign all these big names and we used to sign players on loan from Premier League clubs and as soon as they walked through the door you'd be like See, this this guy's going to do nothing for us. Andy Carroll was one of them. He Came through the door. He was awful at Preston, wasn't he? he ended up playing for England yeah. uh, and going
1: to, to Liverpool yeah. and West A great group, but as a young kid, as a young kid, yeah, we probably signed him probably maybe too early. But what about managers? You mentioned in there about obviously Ferguson was one of our managers. Alan Irvine. You've
2: had some managers, haven't you? Yeah, Preston. David Moyes. He was class. Like I didn't know when. You know what I mean? Know anything about managers? He was the only manager I had, but I knew it was good. But then went once other managers come and you realise how good he actually was in his career you know it's it's there for all to see but we had had good managers we had bad managers like everywhere do you know what I mean like Alan Irvine I thought was brilliant really good but I think by the end of it people were getting fed up with his style of football which is what people always come for don't they they wanted something more expansive but for me we weren't a club and a team that could play like that do you know you gotta be careful what you wish for playing all this fancy football getting beat 3-0 it's not great he was my favourite coach a manager who mm. was yours Moisey at Preston I'd probably say Alan because just of the time I think I played every single game while he was manager so you know what I mean I can't liking mm, like him, yeah. kind of. he's very similar to David Moyes a bit, a bit quieter but he was brilliant
1: leaving Preston because people always say well you leave a football club and it's one of them well thanks very much for your
2: time what, what was your what was it like <laughs> leaving Preston did anyone even say bye to you or not? It's horrible yeah. It was horrible because when it came to leaving, them options that were there six months ago are not there. Everyone moves on. Um, but I had I had an offer from Leeds, which I did want to go to Leeds. I fancied, you know, going to Leeds. But the way it came about, I had an offer from Everton as well, which I sort of turned down. Everton won the Premier League, but I just thought, I'm 26, 27. I don't want to go and not play. I just wanted to play footy and I thought Leeds is a, a great club in the championships go and play for and you know I took that took that opportunity but that was still a faff as well getting that sorted looking back now I've had you know I've enjoyed my career but I'd have loved to just you know one club man i was about 25 but maybe if I'd have just rid it out and said to Phil Brown and then Mm.
0: yeah do you harbour any hostility towards Phil Brown because he sold you
2: not really I just I loved him he played me every minute of every game (laughs) like you said that's what you wanted as a player yeah of course it is I didn't love him I didn't like him do you know what I mean I felt like quite a lot of the stuff he said to me personally do you know what I mean what did he say I could have I could have gone in the January transfer window right at the end I remember we played Barnsley away I remember it came up on Sky Sports we were on the bus Cardiff i bid been rejected Cardiff were top of the champ and we were bottom of the champ and I'm like are you going to tell me this is how I'm finding out. you're watching it on the telly? Watched it on the telly and lads were like, hey, like, that. And I'm thinking, right, I've got about 12 hours here to make this happen. <laughs> and that wasn't because I didn't like Preston. I just didn't get on with the manager. I didn't get on with him at all. And um, I remember getting to the hotel. And do you remember his psychologist? He was like, what's up with you? I said, I want to speak to Gaff, He won't speak to you. I said, I want to speak to him. Oh, speak to me. He said, what do you want to do? What's your, like, pathway? Where do you want to be? I said, Premier League. I remember him saying, "You put it into the sat nav and it'll take you there." He went, "What's stopping you?" And Phil walked past and I went in. <laughs> Let's just fix that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that's the reason. Anyway, played the game, played really well. Transfer deadline went by, and then he called me in the office a week later and said, "Time to leave. You've been here too long." Previously, he told me I'm going to play every game for him. I'm his most important player. To that, obviously, transfer window's shot, I can't do anything. So that's that for me. Is poor, in it. Leaving Preston, getting the text from me Did you cry when you left? Because because even no. though you're an adult and you've had a, a lot of good times there, no, no. I was excited by the challenge ahead, but then going back to it when I left, I remember just going to sign like release forms or whatever it was. It, it hurt me a bit. Do you know mm. what I mean? But um, I was excited by the. The challenge of going, but before this, i had done my medical. Leads probably three weeks before I signed for him. Panicking with the medical, thinking, "Don't look at my knee." <laughs> Do you know what? So <laughs> that screw's still in there. Oh my <laughs> hands <laughs> speaking about this. Basically, I went in and they went played fifty games a season for the last five seasons. Yeah, sound. But I was coming back from that with my agent Brian O'Neill, ex-Preston player. So where are we going? Oh, I am going to David Moyes' house, and I'm like, "Why wants to sign you?" I'm like, "Thanks for telling me." <laughs> so I went to, to David Moyes' house he negotiated terms and what have you but then Preston got wind that Everton wanted me and the price went up three times the amount which is another one where you're like what are you doing you've accepted this off Leeds Mm. that should be the fee so I had like a couple of weeks where I was like I was waiting for Everton to to match it and David Moyes was saying to me look we'll get there but just be patient but that was something I didn't really have much of at the time eventually you eventually got to Everton Everton's been kind
0: of like following your career almost the whole time
2: you know, I'm pleased how it's worked out because, like, obviously, I'm there now. I've been there for a few years, and the people that are there, the players, I love it. I love going in every day. Do you love going there knowing that you're just not going to play? No, do I? Eric? No way. But I love going to Everton. I love training. I love being around the lads, the staff. There's there's people there that have been there for like God knows how long. You know, the kit men. The fit. They've all got Everton tattoos, and I love scousers, <laughs> mate. I love them. They're just so funny and like genuine. But no, I, I know I'm not going to play. Um, Has there ever been a point in training where you fly and thinking you might throw me in there? No, everyone's number one ahead. <laughs>
1: but, <do> you <laughs> know, what an mean? like the
2: gaffer said things in the past to me, like you can still play in that, and I'm like, I know I can, but other people don't. People think once you get past a certain age. I'm not saying I can play Premier League week in week out, but every year I have offers to go and play, but it's negatives outweigh the positives. Moving, I'm not moving. No way am I moving and traveling more than do you know what I mean. What I'm traveling now, just for the Sake of an extra 40 games in my career, managers
1: are interesting. Looking at the list of some of the managers you've been around, and I mean, obviously, the, the ones at Preston, which we've spoken about Neil Warnock, character, he's a character, yeah, he's a character, <laughs> Jurgen Klopp at Liverpool, yeah, Rafa Benitez at Everton, Frank Lampard at Everton, Sean Dice. I mean, some, yeah. some some big big name managers in this country, yeah, um, Sam Allardyce as well at West Brom. Sam Allardyce, that was. That was
2: that was interesting. What was it
1: like on a Friday night,
2: Friday afternoon shape with Allardyce? <laughs> Do you know what he was. I really liked Big Sam. I thought he was classmate. He just had it, inherited a struggling side, and he didn't have enough time. But my training was good. He was like, as you get older, you get a bit more relaxed, and you don't take things to heart as much. So I could, I said, "Buzz off, Sam." I enjoyed him. <laughs> did, did he ever send you in from training? So we used to do this thing on a Thursday and it'd be the starting 11 against a goalkeeper and two centre-offs. But then every five or 10 minutes, he'd add like two full-backs and it'd end up like 11 v 8 or something. And I don't remember being on fire, but I went, you know, I did all right. And he went, oi, I made you lie into there. I went, none. <laughs> he went, right, that's it. He went, whoa, shit, it's a He goes, he's not training us again on a Friday on a <laughs> Thursday. He went... It's supposed to be giving them confidence, you daft sod. I <laughs> said, doing my job. So, yeah, Thursdays, I didn't join in. They couldn't even score in training. because was, it was like, here. get one of them young lads over. <laughs> <laughs> what about Rafa? He said he sat down next to you as well in the dressing room a couple of times. Yeah, I like I like Rafa. He once said something to me and asked me a Begovic. love speaking to you guys like my age and we can speak about the same things. Begovic <laughs> <They're> like, <"What's laughs> like, my age. But no, he's a good guy. Like, I spoke about football a lot. He's got, obviously, he's won everything, hasn't he? Mm. So um, you've got you've got to listen to him. But I remember speaking about his time in China and stuff like that it was interesting.
0: You're at Liverpool as well.
2: Did Klopp give you a medal as well? I've got three medals for all of them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was that like? To be fair, the Super Cup and the World Cup. I was on the I was on the bench in the Super Cup final and the. To be fair, you didn't even play. I was on the bench. <laughs> the Premier League one. Well, obviously, I wasn't eligible. But yeah, they, they gave us a medal.
0: P and E Pod, the official Preston North End podcast. e Pod, the official podcast of the one and only Preston North End. Right, Lonners, we're going to do a bit of true or false now. So go on, Mel, give us some then. questions. Um, true or
1: false, you've never been sent off? True. Goalie never been sent off?
0: No,
2: never been you sent off. You must have given some pens away. Correct decisions. Give away two, I think. Two Save pens. one of them off Nuge. Save them both, actually. Save them both. One against come in the cup. Um,
0: one against Leicester for ball. Must have been some close calls.
2: There might have been a few more actually later on that line.
0: You also scored against Leicester as well. Yeah.
2: Oh, people always talk about it. It doesn't really bother me. It was a bad kick, really. I tried to kick it out wide and just smashed it down the middle. <laughs> what was the score in that game? You remember? That was the equaliser, one right. one. One <laughs> what? Goalkeeper scores. Yeah. Did you speak to the other goalkeeper afterwards, yeah. Kevin Pressman? Kevin Pressman, yeah. What did you I say? I felt like, I saw him young at the time, and he was a ledge, Kevin Pressman. Yeah, I just loved yeah. watching him, yeah. and um. I remember walking, you know, as you do after the game, all the best and that. And he just like looked at me and just started smiling. I'm like, he's taking this all right. I said, I'm sorry, mate. He said, don't worry about it. I'm thinking if that were me, I'd have been
0: flipping devastated. I'd have been like, get me off this pitch. Do you know what I mean? You must have been sent up a few times though. End of games and that.
2: Yeah, hated it. Hated just never it.
0: felt like you were going to. Nowhere near anything,
2: <laughs> ever. The only time I got near something, I was playing for Fulham against um, Chef Wednesday. And I remember because i come up, and there's just like a gap at the front post. And I just thought, I'm just going to run there. And I ran and it sounds mad because it happened so quick. I thought I'd scored. The ball come and I went to Eddie <laughs> and I thought I'd scored. I didn't even head the ball. I missed
0: <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> it must have been that far from me huh? But we do set pieces at Everton like the day before a game and that, and when there's lacking numbers, like I'll go as a attacker. And I've had so many chances. Even yesterday morning, we were yeah. doing them, and I've got near posts. I've pulled off, and I've gone to a wedding and just missed it. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? True or false? When you're at Liverpool, you saved a penalty from most Salah in training. We used to do it all the time, right? We used to do like practice penalties. Someone was peppering me, saying, "I oh, get me a Salah shirt," and I'm like, "I don't want to ask him. He's a cool guy, you know. You need to give me one." So he's like, "I'll do a penalty." I said, "Right, I'll do your deal." He loved coffee and that. I'm like, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put money on it, am I?" Because <laughs> What's he it, twenty quid yeah. for? Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So right, I save it. You give me a shirt if you score. Make your coffee. He said, "Sound Pff, gosh, saved, saved it." <laughs> you wanted to do another, and I said, "Job done." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, brilliant.
0: Favorite away ground to play at Portsmouth.
2: I played there for Leeds once. Um, and I think Leeds take unbelievable following away, and I just remember thinking the, the place was booming. They were they were in the sh- Portsmouth. Do you know they had no reason to be that upbeat the fans and that I think we drew nil-nil it was it was brilliant just the the whole occasion I really enjoyed it best number one goalkeeper that's been ahead of you for me the best two keepers in the world right now I've been lucky enough to work with so Alison's unreal and Jordan Pickford even though he's England's number one is the most underrated goalkeeper in the world
0: Best heckle you've ever heard from the stands. Surely you must have had some stick from behind the goal over the years. Long as as you're better
2: on the bench. I heard one last night actually what made me laugh. So we're warming up. Jordan's a great lad and he loves giving me stick, right? So like doing the crossing before the game and if I miss it one, I don't say miss it, if it's not perfect for him, you're quite all right or like you're knackered, your legs have gone all the time. He just loves doing it. So we're doing him yesterday, crossing. He's put one in and he's like, He's giving it a big oh, a whip and he's whipping him in and that. Anyhow, he had to take one in the corner and he, he sort of duffed it. And I was like, oh, I have some of that. It's not that easy, is it? Then he hit another one, same again. And someone behind the, um, in the crowd and bring it in a bit if you can't reach. <laughs> <laughs> that tickled me. That tickled me. I'll be honest, Summit Shouts are crap. I remember we played Bristol City, we used to play them all. It seemed like we used to play them all the time. Uh, I just hear his voice all the time. He obviously did it to every keeper. And after about five or six seasons of it, <laughs> I turned around, because I think we've, it was at Leeds with 3-0 up, and it one of them were like, I never give it to fans, because we were never winning that comfortably. All games seemed to be tight. We're 3-0 up with about two minutes to go. I thought, I'm just going to have a look. And I looked round, and the guy that was giving the stick, and it was the same voice, He was about 95 years of age. (laughs) I just went, go on, lad. (laughs) (laughs) Quality. I I didn't expect it. He was shouting some mad stuff. But yeah, brilliant. It's good fun, isn't it?
0: Any player or team that you never felt you could get the better of during your career?
2: I'll tell you the team we never got at Swansea. Oh my God, we used to get. I didn't think you'd mention Swansea on this podcast.
1: Tuesday night, Deepdale were unbeaten in about 20 years on a Tuesday night and you get lobbed from a, from the
2: halfway I line. thought you'd mention that. He's very negative, isn't he? Uh, <laughs> have you been lobbed from there? Scored a few tappings. <laughs> I should have saved yeah. it, shouldn't you? Yeah, I should have, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Swansea, mate, we used to get battered. Every every time we got down, I remember going down on a bus and obviously it's miles away and like sitting like Sean St. Ledger, Billy and that. Sounds really bad saying this, but we'll take a 2-0 defeat right now and get back on that bus. (laughs) Because they were
1: so good, weren't they? Uh, I did a uh, drugs test after a game at one one of the games at the the Liberty with Gary Monk and he was in there and we'd lost 1-0. Felt like we'd lost 6-0. We didn't even get a kick. It was like 1-0. It was like, that that doesn't look too bad, but we didn't get a kick. Yeah, they were so good.
2: Favourite save for Preston? My best save I made against Chef Wednesday. Do you remember when we won 2-1 away? Yeah. Um, Me and Parky scored. Yeah. So that game... Was warming up. It was pouring down. I had some new gloves and I had an absolute torrid. I was laughing at how bad I was. I just could not catch the ball. It was incredible. And my goalie coach Andy Rose was laughing as well. And he just went, "Go inside. You'll be all right on the night." So I just went in early and I come out. I saved one after about fifteen seconds. I remember the right back come all the way through. And after that, I was just on fire. But there was a cross coming from the left. It was a low cross and he got whipped round. And I'm at my near post and. I've seen Leon Claw he got off nearly mm. the only way I can save this is if I just dive as big as I can and hopefully he puts it that side and he's pulled out of there and I've just dived and I've managed to claw it out and I've got up and I've gotten the rebound and Neil Collins the centre half who the man's just ran off him <laughs> so he's all over the gap <laughs> he's grabbed me by the shirt right the balls that high six yards out whipped in never ever been my ball right Neil's grabbed me and just gone get off your line (laughs) 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 i was like nearly nearly takeaway
0: what are you having
2: you know i used to love when we used to get fish and chips do you remember if we get a good win away from home we'd often get fish and chips um used to be sick of the dominoes 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 every away Yeah. yeah we're lucky now like we have like a top chef and that and cooks you what you want on the bus and that but
0: what are you having from the chippy then
2: I'm personally having I mean, steak pudding chips and gravy big smile on your face I don't eat that anymore I don't eat that anymore. I don't under that is breath that steak pudding no fitting. that would be that would have been mine yeah you used to play Mario Kart on the bus yeah. remember Mario Kart yeah it was Rufus really <laughs> he
1: <laughs> was the best we used to like I remember Wells was playing it and we used to like put names like energies and stuff
2: like that because cause... yeah we used to use like Kevin Russell the assistant on it we used oh, yeah. to he'd just have mad sayings and call people mad names so the lads <laughs> would like rather than call yourself Mella or Lona's we just use his things, <laughs> so people would be shouting him out. Get out!
1: What's he doing? Whose energy is who putting that? Up? Doing? Like, <laughs> just mad things like that. We had two and, leagues. We had like a promotion yeah. relegation. of Mario Kart in the team bus. But he'd have been sat at the
2: front thinking. I know. Funny.
0: Most famous person you've met within and outside of the game.
2: Football-wise, probably David Beckham. Uh, we played Arsenal for Leeds at uh, the Emirates. I was captain, so I was like buzzing. Um, he come down afterwards. I don't know who was me, not to meet one of ours. Thierry Henry, that was it. Thierry Henry scored the winner, and uh, he was speaking to him in the thing. And I remember, like, called Lloyd Sam. I don't know if you remember him, winger. Lloyd Sam was like, "Yo, Bex is out there," <laughs> and I'm like, thinking Jermaine Beckford, Yeah. like, come down to watch. So I went like, Jermaine's a great fellow, good mate of mine, and that. But I weren't going to rush out to go see Jermaine. And I was like, "How good does he look? How good does he smell?" I'm like, "Who's this?" Like Bex. I went out and they there looking pristine.
0: Amazing career so far. Obviously, amazing career at Preston, still at Everton at the moment. Is there an end in sight for you or are you just going to carry on as long as you can?
2: End of every season, I think it could be. But, you know, I want to keep keep going as long as possible. If not, then opportunities to coach. I'm going through. Just on my B licence goalkeeper, my B licence outfield. Um, there's been a couple of opportunities that are coming up for coaching roles as well. So it's you know if the club want to keep me for another year then I'd be more than happy to do that so the future could be goalkeeper coach yeah. rather than first team manager yeah I don't want to go into that I don't know enough about, I know it sounds mad I don't know enough about the game there's people that are, you know, study the game for all the career I just play the game the older I've got the more I'm studying it but no ambition to, I couldn't be a manager I don't think I don't have the capabilities I think the best way maybe to finish
1: in, is to say sum up your Preston experience
2: privilege
0: p and Pod, the official p and podcast. Make sure you are subscribed now wherever you listen to podcasts. Sports Social Podcast Network.